1: Get
0: that out of here. Rock the Shaguar. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson
1: back to pass under pressure. They got him!
0: Danny Stutzman! It's a sack!
1: Crossover. Cortez
0: pivots in the paint, he'll shoot from there, and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show with Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry.
2: I'm supposed to say, good to see you too. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, see, I like that.
3: We were rattled, and we couldn't just get ourselves steady. It was offense. It was defense. It was was everything. This one will leave a sour taste,
0: but it will motivate us in the offseason.
2: It's 34 days until the spring game.
1: Hour 2, T. Row in the morning show on a Tuesday, March 22. Toby and TJ back with you. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Got a little bit of everything there at XOE, and their brands are all best in class. At extreme outdoor equipment under one roof. You could buy a zero-turn mower to cut your grass, a tractor with a loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler, a side-by-side, or UTV to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. If you want to get away from it all, they can help you there, too, with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motorhome. And they sponsor this show every day. Big thank you to our friends at extreme outdoor equipment as the weather warms up. Keep them in mind. We got a lot of rain yesterday. You know what that means, TJ? Grass is going to start to get green here. Weather's going to warm up. you got some moisture in it. It's going to be time to mow. Going to have to start taking care of that place. Going to do some, some weeding, some gardening, some farming, TJ. Or maybe you want to do some fishing. Extreme outdoor. Maybe you want to take a motor home for a trip. Extreme outdoor equipment can do all of that for you. Sooner women fall last night to Notre Dame, 108-64. Their NCAA tournament run is over. A 20-zip first quarter run. Did them in. Irish caught fire. Softball game tonight maybe the biggest test of the year for OU so far. At Kentucky. where are they ranked number eight, TJ? I think I saw that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock tonight. OU at Kentucky. Baseball tonight postponed, by the way. Uh, not going to be good, whether here or in Wichita tonight. They will play that game on May 16th, which is interesting, TJ. That's a Monday. They put that uh, makeup game on a Monday night. A uh, little weird. Do you, yeah, you don't normally see that. Uh, so, anyway, uh, Wichita game moved. I'm glad it wasn't canceled. Like I said yesterday, I, I enjoy going to and calling a game at X Stadium in Wichita. It's... Got a lot of history in it, Wichita State, a legendary program in college baseball. We get a lot of fans that turn out up there, Sooner fans that live in Wichita. So I'm glad they uh, just rescheduled that game rather than cancel it. But it does mean, and we talked about this yesterday, I don't think this is all that bad. It does mean they get to rest up some of these injuries and get everybody healthy, hopefully as healthy as possible anyway, for... The Baylor series coming up this weekend. Sooners open Big 12 play against Baylor. I would, you know, I'm just guesstimating. I haven't talked to anybody since Sunday, but I would think Jimmy Crooks should be good to go. You know, he had a late pinch hit appearance on Sunday, which is a pretty good sign that it's not too serious what was bothering him. So I think you'll see Jimmy Crooks play on Friday. I have not heard anything, and I need to check today on Trent Brown. I didn't think about that till just now. I need to check and see what his injury is. He he left the game in the first inning on Sunday. And I think we're probably still at least a week away on yeah, you know, the other guys. Squires will Squires will be ready before Pettis. But I think we're probably looking, you know, at those guys being unavailable this weekend. Same rotation teach or did we see a rotation move?
3: I'm going to say same rotation. I'm going to say no move yet. I agree. But Sunday's a a, a big day for, for Chaz Martinez, I think.
1: Well, I mean, the hard thing is with both of those guys, they have both, we're talking David Sandlin and Chaz Martinez, they have both won Big 12 awards this year. Mm-hmm. Both Chaz both Martinez was the pitcher times. of the week. He had a 14-strikeout game. David Sandlin was the newcomer of the week. He uh, took a – should have been no hitter into the ninth inning. So you've got the latest outing in your mouth, you know. That's what you could taste right now. But they've also been, at times, great, not good, great this year. So it's too early to – in my opinion, it's too early to give up on him or anything like that. I do think Trevin Michael is an intriguing option at some point if you need to make a move. He had that one midweek start and looked great. He's really looked great in every time you've used him.
3: And at some point, maybe you've got Cade Horton. Cade Horton is the one that, you know, down the line, once you get him yeah. to a point where he's ready, then, yeah, I think that's a possibility. So, Yeah. But
1: I would be surprised if they messed with the rotation this weekend. You also have uh, Jazz going to be... Extra extra rested because he didn't throw a ton of pitches. Yeah, that's that's on, that's, that's uh, right. Sunday. Yeah, he got chased early. That happened to Sandlin. You know, he got chased early against UCLA, and it was the next week that he almost took a no hitter into the ninth. Sometimes you get in a little extra rest, and so anyway, big one coming up with Baylor. We'll start to talk more about that later in the week uh, as they open conference play. We have buried the lead today, TJ. The story of uh, the day in the world of sports is. The Indianapolis Colts have traded for Matt Ryan.
3: Yeah, where you? Matty Ice. I know you were hoping for Baker Mayfield. Baker was hoping for Indy from what you had heard reports uh, out there. Disappointed yesterday as a Colts fan or disappointed satisfied? Disappointed that it wasn't Baker. Mm Mm-hmm. The marriage of
1: Baker and the Indianapolis Colts would have made me probably the most excited I've ever been for a professional team since the Thunder were making a run at an NBA title, you know? I mean, that would have been unbelievable. Right. So disappointed it wasn't Baker. Excited for the Colts, though, because I think they have upgraded the quarterback position.
3: Well, they've definitely upgraded, yes. Yes
1: and they were maybe an upgraded quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender last year. So I'm excited. I I I like Matt Ryan. He's an easy guy for me to cheer for. I have always like in the situations where he has gone to Super Bowls and and things like that um he's been like he like I was cheering for him against the Patriots. Uh, I've got no reason. He seems like a nice guy. I have no Mm -hmm. ill will toward Matt Ryan. I think this will be an easy guy for me to get behind. So, kudos to the Colts. I can't even tell them they made the wrong decision. Certainly, he's got a better resume than Baker does. And uh, I would have loved to have had Baker. But I'm excited for the Colts.
3: Spot's running out for Baker, though. I mean, it's... You know, Seattle's still out there. You got... Carolina perhaps but Atlanta you know traded Matt Ryan then went out and signed Marcus Mariota so I don't know if they're still looking or if they're going to be satisfied with Mariota so it'd be interesting to see what happens with Baker and how this plays out it may be that he's got to wait until Cleveland just releases him and I've heard you know this morning on the way to work they were mentioning perhaps a year under Tom Brady in Tampa Bay so I don't know he's he's running out of spots though and options.
1: I'll tell you where the perfect spot would be for Baker. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. They have the most overrated quarterback in the league right now. If they could somehow see clearly enough to get rid of Dak and bring in Baker, they would be a Super Bowl
3: contender. The most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Uh, That's a bit Uh, strong. I get what you're I'm saying. Get, I, I'm just trying to get No, no to No, because I'm not going to say that it's a horrible idea. I don't know. Like, I could see Baker being okay with sitting behind Hall of Famer, greatest player of all time, Tom Brady, for a year as Tom decides to ride this out one more year and saying, all right, I'm going to learn under this guy, and then it's my team next year. Dak, doesn't know. Like, if Dak you know, had a great season this year, then he's just sitting for no reason and probably getting moved again. So, yeah, I don't know what the answer is for him if Seattle doesn't end up taking a, a bite and I, misur- after I think him.
1: you misspoke. I misheard you or you misspoke. I think you said Baker sitting behind Dak. What you meant was yes. Dak sitting behind Baker? Is that what you
3: meant? <laughs> no, that's that not. Would, they would have a hard time getting along with Baker. Dak I love Baker. I love Baker, and I would love to see him in a cowboy uniform. But if he went there, he would be the backup starting out to Dak Prescott now give Dak a a, a week or two and maybe Dak's out of the the game with an injury so and then Baker's the starter becomes the hero and maybe he's the quarterback that uh, everybody saw in a couple of those seasons with Cleveland and he leads Dallas somewhere so I would love to see uh, well I don't I would love
1: to see him in Indianapolis I think he'd be a nice fit in Seattle you know they've they've kind of had the undersized scrambling quarterback up there for a long time right those would be big shoes to follow It would be a tough act to follow up there for him. But, um, you know, that that would be fun. And I don't know how it would work out. Probably not great. But Baker in New York City would be a lot of fun for a while. Just the personality and the stage and everything. I
3: don't don't know if he can handle that.
1: (laughs) He could handle it. It would be be a, a, a firecracker waiting to light. You know, if and if you won, you'd be a legend, obviously. But uh, boy, they they would. Uh, you're right. I don't know if he could handle it either. He is pretty. He is pretty sensitive on the social medias and everything.
3: <laughs> right. He'll land somewhere. Hey, I, I said this to someone yesterday, Maddie Ice. Regardless of where he ends up or what happens with his legacy in the NFL, that dude's a legend in Norman, Oklahoma. Has a statue, and has more money that he and his family uh, will be able to spend for for many generations. So um, I hope it all works out for him and ends up in a spot where he can be highly successful, but um, either way, guys uh, Is Progressive guy's working a on a commercial right now of him, like, packing Moving up. out. I hope so because you've got to, right? You've got to. As long as Baker has a good attitude about it, it would be really funny. I mean, he already had the garage sale, so now maybe he has a moving sale or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: That would be great. A new guy moves in. Like it, it, do it in conjunction with uh, Deshaun Watson. Have Deshaun Watson <laughs> knock it on the door. <laughs> Just bought your house, dude. Oh man. Uh, no, but I'm excited. I, I think we need we need uh, we because I played for the Colts for a period of time. We need uh, maybe another pass catcher. But man, they've they've got they're set. I mean, they 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 got a defense. They got an offensive line. They got maybe the best running back in the game. Now they got a quarterback that knows what he's doing. They're okay at the wide receiver position. Maybe another. Maybe if they go get a guy in the draft or even trade for one. That would round out. But I'm excited about the Colts next year. I think I think Matt Ryan was a nice pickup. All right, we need a break. Speaking of quarterbacks. Hear what Brent Venables had to say about Dylan Gabriel
0: yesterday, right after this. The T-Row in the morning show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment, four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you.
3: I don't know how I came across that. DJ Bennett. DJ Bennett. We can be the first back in the day. <laughs> Saxon Realty Group brings what you this hour. Of, what are you playing today? This is DJ Bennett, former Sooner player. Remember when he did this song for OU? Oh, yeah. I saw it in the computer. It was said, just in the that. system, and you
1: dialed it's it. up?
3: It's in there. It's been in there. You know, I just don't ever play it that often. So I said, "I'm gonna, hmm. I'm gonna play DJ Bennett today." Okay. Saxon Realty Group. They have the eight ninety nine listing fee. They can save you thousands enlisting commissions, but right now in the month of March, if you list your home with them and you're buying and selling a home, they'll list your home for free. 405-361-3380 or Hey, do you wash your hair every day? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Usually. I mean, I guess there's a day sometimes when But if you shower, you're washing your hair. Yes, 99% of the time, yes I I can't think of a reason I don't have a lot of hair, it doesn't take long So, it's not like Like, there's no reason for me to hop in the shower and not do it, if that makes sense So,
1: that's true, it is a little different with you, you're going bald Yes <laughs> Um <laughs>
3: keeps moving back each haircut. I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm <just laughs> it was kidding. a little further back than kidding. last time. Hey. Does it like fall out on
1: your pillow and stuff? No, you no. Nothing like, like, nothing like that. Nothing like that, no.
3: I keep it too short. And, <laughs> so, no. When you're in the shower, you're like,
1: hey. <laughs> um, so, I wash my hair every time I shower, too. But I was listening to uh, my favorite podcast, the Smart List podcast, the other day with Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bateman says you're not supposed to wash your hair every day.
3: That's what they say. Women and will tell you that, too. Like, women have hair washing to, routines for a lot of them.
1: He washes it once a week, I think he said. And then uh, it's, it gets fuller and all that kind of stuff. So I went the last time I got my hair cut, I asked my, uh, let's call her a stylist. I asked my stylist, barber. Um <laughs> Hey, I heard this from Jason Bateman. She Brush goes, yeah, you should be Toby washing Helms your hair every day.
3: Stylist. Yeah.
1: <laughs> She's like, looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah, of course, don't be washing your hair every day. That's terrible for your hair. I was like, well, it would be nice if somebody had told me that before I'm 48 years old.
3: Like now, for me, I I've just got feel his hair, so. like if I washed it once a week, I would feel disgusting, like oily and uh huh. like I would feel like the rest of me was clean. But my uh, scalp stunk. <laughs> I could just have this odor coming off do of my have, head, like pig pen.
1: Do you? Are you a natural scalp odor guy? Do you? No, not, not at really all. Because I wash my hair odor? every day. I'm clean. <laughs> do you come from a family that has natural scalp odor?
3: <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Because I can see how that would be a problem. You get what I'm saying. I would feel dirty if I'm not washing my hair, but once a week. Psychologically,
1: like, know, you'd know it's dirty up there.
3: Like my wife. Washes her hair on certain days of the week. Like she does not wash her hair every week, every day. So, Mm -hmm. and I don't. I mean, she doesn't stink. I mean,
1: I've been going every other shower. Huh? And uh, I got. Does your hair look
3: fuller and uh, more manageable?
1: Yes, I like it.
3: (laughs) Shut up. I (laughs) I have a no difference at all. I have a skincare routine now. A regimen. Yeah, how's that going? You're a couple of weeks in now. We haven't got an update lately.
1: Great! Oh, my skin is great. I have a skincare <laughs> regimen, and I've been washing my hair every other day, causing fuller, more luscious hair. So there's a lot to like going on from shoulders up right now with me. I've got to work on the rest of it, but the fi- the, the 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 skin the the, the, the skincare regimen. And the new hair washing regimen has really rejuvenated the uh, uh, the noggin area,
3: so like, like yesterday, I left the gym. It was all sweaty and nasty. Am I not supposed to wash my hair that night if I had washed it the the day before? I don't, I don't know i
1: I think if you're gonna I think if you're gonna sweat, you probably need to wash it.
3: yeah, all right, well, I'm a man. I sweat every day. <laughs> They're working hard in the fields. I don't know. Ask I, I don't know. Ask
1: your stylist next time you get your hair cut. That question. I would assume if you're going to get all sweaty and stuff, you probably want to uh, probably need to wash it. Huh. But as you can imagine, in my work, the worst thing that happens is I wear a headset up there, and I just got a big crease in the top of my head. There's no sweating going on most of the time, so. Anyway, I thought I'd let you know that if you wanted to back off All on right, your well, air washing, it'll definitely it also save saves me on saves some you shampoo, money on shampoo. Right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, go ahead. You had some text to read or something? Oh, I yes, got some uh, audio
3: to play whenever you get ready for it. Oh well, we'll just do a couple here then, and let you get to some audio. Uh, by the way, we were verified. Clear uh, Water Sooner is a mail. Okay. Um, what is going on with my text today? Let me find this. Thad on the Oklahoma breakdown, he had said oh, uh, Alabama had 160000 at their spring game. I don't think we can get that, but that's a huge challenge. <laughs> you don't have 160000
1: I, <laughs> I did look that up, and that was a
3: tad a thad <laughs> thad bit, bit of off? exaggeration. Yeah, that's a yeah. tad bit off. They did have a, a packed house, though. It wasn't 160000 but they did have a packed house. Uh, Tommy wants to know if I commit what type of NIL deal. Can you get for me? Um, hmm. We pay you in laughter, and right. we teach you up. Uh, we, we let joy. you know you don't have to wash your hair every day. You wouldn't have known that had you listened to Carrie Murdoch. Life Murdock.
1: lessons and morning joy. That's what we
3: offer. I think the morning animals, some of those guys only wash their hair once every four months. So Shower? What's a shower? <laughs> we don't even shower. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, <laughs> Border Sooner says good morning from Fort Smith, Arkansas. Thank you, thank you. Uh, the Sooners
1: have a new quarterback this year. His name is Dylan Gabriel. Here's Brent Venables on him.
2: Man, he's um, he's a pro uh, in every way. Uh, just he knows he's got to be the example as as um, you know one of the leaders in this program, as potential face of a, of a program like Oklahoma. Being the quarterback at Oklahoma is a big deal, man. It's a big deal, and he knows it and he values it. And he respects it, and uh, so he just works every hard uh, hard every day. When I, if I if I was just kind of this is kind of who he is. He just works hard every day. Not he doesn't want to let anybody down, and he's betting on himself. Um, and so he's fearless. He's got a go for broke mindset, go for broke attitude, and um, I'm really excited to see him. You know, go to work. I'm really excited to see him
1: in the spring game uh, of everything. That's at the top of my list, TJ. Just what does this guy look like throwing a football? You know, yeah, I running think that's in a offense. lot
3: of people, absolutely.
1: How, how does he carry himself? Um, yeah, that would that would be at the top of the list. I'm of the things I'm most looking forward to. Who was I talking to the other day? That was uh, that had seen him play a lot and was just raving about him. I can't remember who it well, was. I'll think of it here in a second. But um,
3: you can you know, go see him here shoulders. pretty soon. You're going to have access on a couple of practices.
1: I don't even know what to think about that.
3: <laughs> today right aren't they letting the media in i, for a bit today? It, I think it's today and uh, one other day something like that yeah
1: it makes me weak in the knees uh here's how it worked with uh coach riley and i'm not uh, trying to disparage anybody i'm just sharing facts right now i've talked about this before so those of you who have listened to the show for a long time feel free to turn on some country music for a second or something. I don't need to go to practice all the time. There's no need for it. Other than general curiosity, I don't need to be there. Now, an analyst like Teddy or Gabe who's trying to understand concepts and what they're doing and explain it to people, absolutely. I'm just telling you who caught the ball, how many yards they got, what's the score. It's not necessary for me to be there. With one exception, and that's at the beginning of the year. And Bob taught me this, Bob Berry. It's nice to go look at the new guys, see what the numbers look like, what their body types are, because you're in the press box way up in the air, and especially with the wide receivers and and, and stuff. But with everybody, you would like to instantaneously know who a guy is when he makes a play. And you know, I know what Hollywood Brown looks like compared to C.D. Lamb, but the new guys, you haven't seen them before. So go put a visual on them. Look at the numbers. The defensive guys try to try to uh, memorize body types and numbers and things like that, and it'll help you for game one. So I asked Bob my first year, "Do you mind if I come do this?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." Bob used to do it all the time. Barry, I was like, "All right." So I'd go. He didn't. I I got the impression that any practice I wanted to go to, Bob didn't care. But I would only go to one: the week of the spring game, or no, the week before the regular season. And the week before the spring game, I would go watch. So same thing with Lincoln. Coaching changes made. I hit up Hauk, say, hey, can I come by practice? And he hits me back and says, 30 minutes. You can come in for 30 minutes and watch. I was like, 30 minutes? I think I ended up talking him into giving me an hour. I
3: was going to say, round trip, you're driving more than 30 minutes.
1: Now, turns out, once I was there, nobody was kicking me out or anything like that, and I would frequently show up for our Friday interviews a little bit early and watch the end of practices, and nobody cared. So I don't want to make it a bigger deal than it is. It Really, Lincoln wasn't restricted. Now, that's not what you used
3: to tell me off the air. You couldn't stand Lincoln and how strict he was over things, and you you would always gripe to me about that.
1: You are being a rabble-rouser right now, and that's not true. But just the fact that there was a restriction put on how long I could be there so that I could try to figure out what body types look like. I was like, what What exactly are you afraid of? Like, what the insinuation there is, maybe Toby will see something and share that information with the opponent. That's what the insinuation is. <laughs>
3: You're like. going to let Craig way know.
1: <laughs> maybe he'll see that uh, we've got a, uh, a direct snap to the running back in this week, and we'll talk about it on his radio show or share it with, uh, the opposing head coach in some manner. That's what that that's you know. So it it's a little hurtful. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little distrustful. So I will be eager. Now I haven't asked about Brent. I don't know. Maybe Brent will have the same policy. My hunch is no. But I haven't I haven't asked yet. We'll see before the spring game whether or not I get get to go in and see what the new guys look like in a uniform or not. But yeah, it does seem like in general we're going to be a little more chill about things like that. Um, All right, break time. Now, the most interesting exchange of the day yesterday, TJ, was when Brent was asked about commitments. Yes. It was hilarious and I think was probably what the texter was talking about earlier when he was talking about throwing
0: some shade a little bit. Uh, We will play that exchange next. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back. I want to set this clip
1: up. Question was asked by Bob Prisbillo. Uh Works for Sooner Scoop. Works over there with Carrie and Eddie in the gang. Uh, super guy. Nice guy. The question was about commitments. Bob married recently had a child. I say that because that will be held note in this exchange. Um, he asked about commitments and about, uh, you know, in general, Oklahoma's had some guys committed in recent years, TJ, that they've lost at the 11th hour, that stung uh, running back, that have got away to Alabama and so forth and so on. So uh, this led to the most interesting exchange of the day yesterday at the brent venables press conference take a listen
2: well what's commitment mean to you are you married I am. all right so you you asked your wife to marry you right when where were you let me just say where were you when you asked your wife to marry you lake Hefner. all right like lake, lake hefner okay so on that moment and what's her name Brittany. Brittany. when you asked Brittany to marry you right was your intention after she said yes all right. So there's a commitment that takes place, right, is to go date other woman and do your thing. Johnny Gigolo or <laughs> I mean, how'd that work for you? Did you try that? I did not but you waited until you were ready, though, that you knew that you knew that you knew that you knew. Right. So that's who we want to be as a person. Don't like, hey, we ain't not trying to force commit. Do not commit here until so you're ready to make a commitment, because a commitment is not a reservation. If you say, hey, Brittany, you wanna get married, let's marry, get married uh, November 30th, okay? In the meantime, I'm gonna go see Sally and Michelle and Lisa, she ain't gonna meet you there, but you know, good luck on November 30th, right? So why is it any different? Like, commitment, teach, teach young people what commitment means. Okay, what that means, and so I just, I'm not gonna apologize for, and that's why we tell them, do not take as many visits as you want. I think, personally, That the Oklahoma brand will stick out. You may not come here, but you're gonna really like it. Okay? You may not come here, okay? But I'm glad you didn't if you're not ready to make a real deep seated commitment, okay? Because it's a two way street, all right? Some people, even the coaches are bad examples. Now, they'll take a commitment, and then three days before signing day, they call kid that had been committed for a year, oh, by the way, we don't have a spot for you because I found a guy better than you, and your only opportunity to come here is if you gray shirt or pay for your own first year. That is, that, What kind of example is that? That's, that's bad form. But that's kind of where we are, you know, people that, that uh, you know lack a moral compass. So I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. I want to teach our, our young people what commitment is, what it looks like. And, um, you know, c- certainly, you know, things could change uh, where maybe there's flaws in that in that thinking. But I know this. There's a lot of flaws in taking a commitment, making a reservation, and then going to go doing your thing. How can I manage a roster or who else I need to offer if I got nine guys committed, but they're going to Bama and Georgia and LSU and A&M? How can I manage? How can I take commitments? I don't know what my numbers are. And so just my way of uh, trying to manage the roster the best to, to my ability. And, again, teach teach our guys you know ethics and morality and uh and again you can we, we could sit here and try to diminish in um uh that whole process and say well coaches are doing i'm i'm just saying we're trying to be trying to be the example of trying to do it the right way and uh right wrong or indifferent but we are telling i don't want a guy to commit do not commit like hey coach i'm ready to commit hey buddy does it here's what commitment looks like now Okay, I want to make sure that you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. So I say, "Will you marry me?" You say, "Yes," and we get married. Okay, and then we start off on the right foot. Not like I dated four or five women, and all of a sudden we feel in some kind of way. You know, is somebody going to actually show up on November thirtieth?
1: I cannot tell you how much I love that
3: answer. It's awesome, and it's um, it's one of those things too that's a little bit of reverse psychology. Like, these kids are so catered to in today's world. People are begging them, please stay, please stay, just sign here. We love you so much, please stay. That Brent, when he tells them, go on, you know, when you're ready, you let me know. And it's like they walk out that door and they're thinking, boy, what's, what am I missing here? If I walk, if I don't go back through that door, there's something special on that other side. So, it's, uh, it's awesome, it's awesome to to teach that and to have that, um, that type of belief, and and one, you don't feel like he's just selling you a bill of goods. Like you know, he believes in what he's saying. So it, it's it's awesome. 100%. So percent yes, it's awesome in so many ways. There are some guys that could tell you that type of stuff, and you're like, yeah, I'm not. Every buying other into coach it. in America is the answer to that, right? Right, and you just don't buy into <clears throat> the majority of them. And Brent, it's like I believe what this dude's telling me. If you, as a parent you would believe what he's telling you about what he's going to do and what he's going to be for your child. So, it's awesome. It was an awesome I'm not answer.
1: going to apologize for having a moral compass. Right. That's what I want on a t-shirt right there. That is fabulous. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. Now, you got to live it. You can't say that and not live it. But what you're saying is true. Like is there any doubt that, that guy's going to live it?
3: No. No. No, you believe he lives it. Yeah. That's his that's his lifestyle. That's who he is. He has his beliefs and uh you you know he's sincere in them, so. Uh, and I, I because that's honestly
1: what turns me off about recruiting. Like I'm interested in recruiting, I'm interested in knowing who's coming to OU and who they've got their eye on and some big, you know, four- and five-star kids that what they're down to choose in between. I try to listen to that stuff, especially when it comes closer and closer to signing day. I'm not as into it as some of you are out there. I just don't have time, and I'm just not as interested. But there is there is such a seedy side to it that is, it does turn me off. I mean, the whole playing schools against each other, coaches playing, you know, not living up to commitments and coaches bailing on kids before. Uh, it's just, it's, it's dirty, you know, it's dirty. The dirty recruiting that goes on, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, Oh, is going to be above reproach. I'm sure that whatever, I don't know, but man, I love that answer. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. Was that
3: directed at anyone, you think? Was that just said? Um, Was there some intention to that? There was some intention to that, yes. And But I don't think it was directed at necessarily just the one person people want it to be directed at. I think he was talking to a lot of people out
1: there. He knows how this works. Yeah, yeah. He's been out in the middle of these recruiting battles. He knows what's said to kids. He knows what kids do to schools. And he's 100% right. Learn what a commitment means. If you're ready to commit, commit. If you're not ready to commit, don't commit. It's that simple. Things change, sure. But I'm, I'm telling you, that guy has not made a misstep. Since the day he
3: came off that plane, TJ. Not yet. If he has, he will, I haven't seen yet. it. Yeah, there may have been something behind the scenes none of us have seen. Uh, or they had to uh, correct something. But, yeah. any any At any point where I've seen him, be it your coach's show when he stopped by or, you know, appearances that he's done. Like, there's been... No misstep there at all. Like, He's it's a preacher. straightforward. That, that's, like, what, I felt that's what he was. The congregation's all
1: like in the back going, yes, well, yes,
3: yeah, preach it. I felt like that yesterday uh, on several occasions that I was like, boy, this guy could be sitting there on Sunday afternoon and just completely have the room. Here's what I love about Brent. It, he is not – and there's nothing uh, – we've hired
1: some young head coaches. I got nothing wrong with the hiring a young head coach. There's nothing. He is not a guy – who has been hired, who has been in coaching for a while, who is like, all right, I've just got the ke- now how do I want to set up my program? I got the head coaching job I wanted, now how am I going to set up? Like he knows. He's been thinking about this for years, man. If and when the day comes when I when there's a job good enough for me to accept out there, here's how I'm going to run it. And he he stepped off that plane with a plan. He no he got on the first plane with a plan. <laughs> he had a notebook of plans, and he said, "We're not. We're not. I'm not getting on this plane until you agree to my plan." That's exactly what happened, Teach. That's why they didn't take off. That's why you were all sitting at Westheimer Airport way too early. Yes, and you told me go home. <laughs> there was a negotiation going on in South Carolina. I got a plan. I'm not getting on this airplane until you agree to my plan.
3: He's also a guy that, because he's not a younger coach, is completely comfortable with where he is in life. He's got a great family life. His kids are in a good place. And he knows, you know what, if this thing doesn't work out, I'm completely fine with going back and being one of the best defensive coordinators in the country, and that's always there for me. And he's comfortable with that. I think he's always been comfortable with it. He was comfortable if this OU opportunity never happened, and he always remained a top defensive coordinator in this country. He was comfortable with that and relished it and said, I'll be the best that I can be in this position because I'm great at it. And he's just comfortable in life with everything. And like I think he's just, that's where he's at right now. He's not this young coach that's stressed out about, man, if this doesn't work out, where will that leave me? That's just not how he approaches it. I agree with you, but I don't think it's even ever entered his mind that this isn't going to work out.
1: True. He's like, I know how to do this. Yes, true. If if, if the right school agrees to, like, I've I've watched Bill Snyder, Bob Stoops, and Dabo Sweeney. Good point. I know how to do this. I agree with that. We're going to win. I know how to do this. Here's the plan. Now, it might not work out. Things happen, you know. Sure. uh, Yeah, absolutely. But. I don't think Brent sits around and goes, you know what? If this doesn't work out, I could always be a defensive coordinator again. Well, you're right. He's extremely comfortable. I don't. He doesn't seem. He doesn't. It doesn't appear to me anyway to be a guy that carries himself with any doubt about anything he's ever done. What time I should wake up? What time? What should I eat today? What time should practice? Like he just <laughs> he approaches
3: everything with a hundred percent certainty. Yeah, that's, that's that's probably true. Yeah. These scrambled eggs are the best scrambled eggs I've ever had.
1: I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. Please, can we get those? TJ, can we add those to the ref store t-shirt? Or do we have to get that approved by Tyler or anything? Can you hand-draw me some something today? and
3: I can, like, uh It get is a honor. lot. It's a, it's a, it's a, lo-
0: it's a lot a of compass. words. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back. Wake Up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the Morning Show, weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun.
2: Oh, my God!
1: Toby! Toby's getting held back by security!
0: T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Saxon Realty Group bring you this hour of the T-Row
3: in the Morning Show. Ask Terry about this month's special. He'll list your home for free if you're buying and selling a home. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Someone had uh, asked me off-air why you're going to your stylist and asking advice about washing your hair and when you should wash your hair when you have someone like Gabe in your life. So, it's a good question.
1: I, I mean, listen, Gabe is in Hawaii one day, Italy the next— Uh, he's not an easy guy to get a hold of, all right? But it is true. He is very, uh, what is it, Metro? Is that what they say, TJ? Metro, sexual, yes. He would be a guy who would know. I've never asked Gabe a question that he didn't absolutely, at least he thought he knew the right answer to it.
3: Boy, my list is pretty long you have for me. I can't imagine the notebook that Gabe fills up. Uh,
1: well, yours, you're talking about your list of opulence uh, of how wealthy you are. Are you talking about that? (laughs) Yes. With you, there is some tongue in cheek. Okay. It's fun. It's a radio bit. With Gabe, it would just be bragging.
3: It would just be make, make you feel bad about yourself it would call, and
1: your life. It would life. be called accurate journalism. <laughs>
3: right.
1: <laughs> you and I know we're having fun. If I was just listing off everything Gabe has, he, Gabe would be like, oh, yeah, you forgot this and this and this and this and this. So, yeah. By the way, we added two things to TJ's list today. If you're <laughs> no, late to we the did show, not. he he has two garages. I have one is,
3: garage with two doors. Stop. He's
1: considering a golden pergola. Uh, for the pergola. backyard, I
3: don't know about the yeah. gold, but yeah. All
1: right, great segment, TJ. How do you go? <laughs> Top of the hour break, eight o'clock. It's the ref. The home of Sooner fans. We'll be back.